Now, broadcasting from deep within your stepmom's basement, it's the Echoplex Podcast. Gotta get it on. That was the Dave Friday Band, and you are listening to Go Fuck Yourself, 
presented by Echoplex Media. Welcome to episode two. I am the Waffle Princess. You can find us on Echo, at echoplexmedia.com. If you want to listen to our 24-hour live stream, we have music playing all day, 24-7, at echoplexmedia.com slash live. Um, we have a bunch of shows. We'll talk about that later. And uh, you can find us on Facebook and all the regular pod cloud places where you can download all of the episodes of all of our podcasts. I am joined here by a fabulous panel once again. Um, who are you, ma'am? I'm Dana Blackheart, but you could call me anytime. Wink, all right. Wink. All right. Anytime. <laughs> And where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook and you can find me on Twitter at Eplex Tiny Hands. Because <laughs> I got them tiny hands. Eplex Tiny Hands. And I'm, I, you can find me, the Waffle Princess. I'm on the Twitter bot at uh, Waffly Princess. That's Waffle with a Y at the end. Waffly Princess and in the Facebook group for Go Fuck Yourself with a couple of punctuation marks. That way we can get it by the iTunes sensors. Our guest today is one of my long, longest duration. I don't know how to say it. If I say oldest, it sounds terrible. One of my longtime friends um, and somebody I'm very honored to have in the studio today. Who are you, sir? I am Donnie Mirsu. I'm currently the top reigning drag performer male presentation drag performer um that's a story we'll kind of tackle that a little later on i think um, so i am the wealth of princess and i curtsy to you <laughs> um and you are also involved in some local uh enterprises oh god the list is extremely long give us a couple i perform with circus of sin downtown san jose uh bad influences burlesque which takes over the san jose improv every other month uh, Gretchen Wiener's Drag Show in Santa Cruz, House of Knox, which travels all over the place, Imperial Star Empire, which is kind of an international organization, and yeah, no, that that's a really fancy drag group, and I'm a gutter punk. Go figure on that. Imperialized picture Star Wars burlesque. It is they haven't so... gone there yet. Like, they can... It's a redundant name. <laughs> Imperial Empire. I still have problems with that. Who, who are you, sir? I'm Donnie's other half. I'm Chad. Um, I'm basically stage crew. Haul his ass wherever it needs to go. Haul his crap wherever it needs to go. And then with bad influences, I'm a uh, stage ninja. Bring props out. Take shed clothing back make sure stripper picker upper pretty much yeah <laughs> stripper picker upper exactly what we call them <laughs> i picture something a little more moist for that but um <laughs> please would you please tell us about the bad influence burlesque show a little bit more because i know i've been to two so far but i only someone who performs in it can really adequately describe it it's a really interesting mix of burlesque dancers they're mostly Bay Area. They do pull international ones. And I really do mean there is international names that will be up on that stage. And it's some of the best chances to see it. And are these professional performers? Most of them are. Uh, most of them, mo you know, well, they'll get it, be getting paid a lot of money at other shows. They're traveling all over the world. They're do headlining some of these big festivals. I've had the chance to work with really amazing performers on that particular stage and then from meeting people from that stage and going to different shows all over the Bay Area. The thing that I found about the most rewarding, encouraging, influence, 
positive influencing is that this is a burlesque show that gives not a rat's ass about body type, body size, ability, capability. It's all about spirit and presentation and personality, and that has to come through. You've got all genders, and I really do mean it is all genders that are up there. I'm one of the only male performers, but I mean, even like as a trans man up there going, there is also cis men that are up there, but it is all over the place. There is some fabulous trans women that are a part of this troupe. You have all ethnicities. You have a huge age range. Uh, unfortunately, they haven't been able to get some of the really older ones. Trust me, some of these dancers that you can see are in their 80s and 90s. Fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. And they have been doing this since they were 20. Oh, shit, dude. And they can st- they're amazing. We have disabled dancers. There's one of the performers, and it's not until April, but I'm performing with her, and she's actually spends a lot of time in a wheelchair, and she needs a cane to physically get around. Just walking down the street is difficult for her, but she is one of the performers. There's another one where she's par- part of her body is paralyzed from a car accident, and they're up there, and it really doesn't matter what size, what your body is, no matter the scars, anything. It doesn't matter and that's what's amazing about burlesque is it's so body positive and really just does not care about gender so bad influence burlesque performing every other month at the san jose improv at uh downtown uh it's totally accessible by public public access uh public transit so you have no excuse not to go unless this the show sells out this which one sells this out. one probably will so get the your tickets next date is the 27th of this month, and I believe tickets are available on the Improv's website, but get them fast. The line to just get in the door, when it when they do doors, I mean, if you don't have your tickets, usually a lot of people will end up getting fucked because it sells out. Well, I would hope you would go to a burlesque show and get fucked, but in a better way. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we are going to play a song, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of sexy items that were in the news over the last month or so. If you have anything that you would like to submit to Echoplex Media uh, for uh, the for a future uh, Go Fuck Yourself docket, you can put it in the Go Fuck Yourself group and put hashtag docket, and one of the admins will take a look and see if it has an audio clip. That's kind of how we do things, because <laughs> we're a radio show. Um, speaking what? of... <laughs> speaking no of radio, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. We have a face for radio. That's when we. You know. I especially have a face for radio. You so, do, yeah. sir. You do. <laughs> I do. Hey, I did it professionally for a long time. So. So we have a show on Tuesday nights, which is called Local Love, and it features music from all over the Bay Area, every genre, um, except Nazi punk, because fuck those guys. Um, we are looking for submissions. If you would like to, if you play music and you're in the greater Bay Area, that everywhere from Sacramento to Monterey, you can check out our webpage, echoplexmedia.com, and there's a big button there that says submit your music, and as long as it's an MP3 and track tags labeled properly we'll fucking play your song um this is a song that i am so impressed with and i'm so proud to have this person in our catalog this is track nine this song is called lipstick and everything you're about to hear comes out of one mouth Da 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 da
tonight Looks hella pretty on plenty of women And I can't deny your lips caught my eye I would really like to give that color a try You have me at your lady killer smile and wink I insist would you let me go and buy you a drink I think I got hit by a love arrow That lady is armed with Cupid's spine Your lipstick looks good tonight 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 Your lipstick looks good It's your boy Verse from the Rebels Camp. Local Love is live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific at echoplexmedia.com slash live or at eplex.xyz. Keep listening. Yee, yee, yee. Yee, yee, yee. We are actually live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. and then we go into red light, but that's the, yeah, that's the better part of the show anyway. So, um, thank you for tuning in to Go Fuck Yourself. We are going to get straight into the docket. So uh, this first clip is a woman who was a lesbian, was a flaming lesbian until she refound Jesus. I was 15 and I started dating a girl that lived down the street from me. It was my first time ever dating someone and being official. I was pretty pumped. I got a hickey. My dad saw it and was livid. I love her. It's a girl, and I'm going to be with her, and this is how it is. Yeah, it went terribly. I guess she told some people, and so they came to me and asked me, Are you and her gay together? I can either cower away or I can own it, so I'm going to own it. I said, Yeah, what about it? Love is not necessarily between a man and a woman. The problem was backwards thinking. If you were truly a Christian, 
you were on my side. And if not, you were legalistic and you needed to reread what God was really about. Judge not. God being love meant God was nice and God was chill with what you were cool with. I agree with everything she has just said. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so far she's like right on the money. Right? Completely making sense. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I was like, okay. What happened, you may ask? By 18 and 19 and 20, I was super wild and in serial relationships with women. When I got to nursing school, I met the girl that I ended up being engaged to. I kind of slowed down a little bit for her because she had two kids. And then at 22, I got invited to a Bible study. I expected them to bring up my lifestyle really early and then would use that as justification for not coming back. So I agreed to go. Different women in the circle were talking about different experiences they had. I have nothing like that, and it bugged me. I could not stop thinking, what if all of it's true? Are you sure this is who you are? I couldn't stop questioning. I need to feel okay, because I don't feel okay anymore. And that answers your question, what happened? What happened? Yeah. So she got brainwashed by the knitting circle. <laughs> Shit, yes. dude, that Seriously. sucks. It, yeah. uh, it happens a lot more than you think, though. It's it, Religion gets used as the reasoning to do all kinds of shitty things to people, make you completely doubt who you are when you know who you are, and then they just keep getting on you and getting on you and getting on you. Oh, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You don't know you. Well, she's saying that that didn't happen. She said that, they were, that she was planning to go and have them say that and then say, fine, screw you guys. Uh, you're not supporting me. I'm out. What she found was the... Well, let's yeah continue. The, you know, let's see. I googled verses on homosexuality. Those who practice homosexuality, which was me, and also drunkards and a, a bunch of other things that I would have been. I realized that I was in the will not enter the kingdom of God lineup, and it scared me really, really bad. And then I read verse 11, and it says, "And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified." I realized that. There are people in the same place, and they were saved, and they were changed, and that, that God could do that for me too, and that I needed that. I could hold on to my sin and reject God, or I could turn to Him. All the debt that I'd racked up living like I lived didn't have to be mine if I could trust Him. And that is why I turned my back on organized religion. Seriously, I mean, equating homosexuality with alcoholism and that this is a debt? Okay, so and she... sin? She was a party girl, is yeah, what no, she was saying. Yeah. And she was serially sleeping around. Okay, if yeah, that's no, what that, you're into. Kind of, so one can reform from those things and... If you recognize that and give it all up, then you can be washed away of all your sins and you no longer have any responsibility. So why don't you just do it like right before you die then? <laughs> so when I was in, when I was in school, when I was in college, Seriously? my house, my roommate actually earned mad respect from me because there was a, some Bible thumping preacher running around on campus yelling horrible things at people. And she said, so are you telling me that if that I can rape and murder and kill my entire life and all I have to do is on my deathbed say I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior and I'll go to heaven and he said absolutely she said well then fuck your religion I don't want to do that like yeah right that that makes it so that I'm a shitty person my entire life and then oh yeah now I accept Jesus and then be absolved by your patriarchal God <laughs> so my question is do you have to clean up all those things like why 
what how does lesbianism not fit in i think i think what concerned her was her sluttiness and her party habits and for that i absolutely think if god inspired her to clean up that act then power to her you know what i mean but the whole i think she was talking i i don't i didn't hear the bible verse that man shall not lie with another man as he does with a woman that is abomination i didn't hear her quoting that i i don't remember which verse that is that's in leviticus i think so i think you're right the whole the whole book of leviticus is just anti-party like that's Mm -hmm. pretty much how it is anti-party and also pro-child abuse right yeah and pro uh pro uh wife abuse and pro and very bad for divorced women and all of those things Dana, you look like you had something you were about to say. I my family's Catholic, so I I really I can't say a fucking thing <laughs> because I've said it so many times. Well, I then just say it again because we it, haven't heard it and we're yes, not please. fucking it's Catholic. Just, it just the idea that you can be absolved, you know, from this issue that basically doesn't have anything to do with like who you are as a person what you do with another person has nothing to do with anyone but that other person so you know if but but people who are religious feel that what you do with man also involves god because we are all holy well if i'm fucking holy i'm gonna turn my coffee into vodka <laughs> and make this story go down a little smoother <laughs> I have I have a fourth I have a fourth clip. Of Shall we play? Yeah, yeah. Let's Let's fucking do it. Serious. So that was it. I knew what I wasn't gonna do because it was right there. It was black and white. I'd twisted those scriptures before. I'd argued them down. I said judge not to them like that mattered. And then that day, it was like my eyes were really opened. I was amazed at the grace he'd shown me. People say to me all the time, "I was born this way." I say, "Okay, yeah, me too." You're not born with right affections. That's why Jesus had to come. You feeling a desire for sin just proves you need grace like me. It's not gay to straight. It's lost to saved. God calls us not to heterosexuality, but to holiness. Even though the world would paint a a totally different story about what sexuality is and isn't, God's word is clear and he can save. And he does. And he will. Fuck this dude. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I'm getting a migraine from all the circular reasoning. Okay, I, I actually went to a Catholic high school. And... Hi, I'm not a straight person. I was out in high school. I remember having to sneak a friend of mine who was openly lesbian with her girlfriend into prom. But it's kind of like I remember challenging a nun going, okay, but you're telling me that homosexuality is wrong, but in the same sentence in the science class that was at the time being taught by a nun that homosexuality happens in all mammals. So And God created everything exactly. and therefore everything is perfect the way it is because we're created in God's image. This is this is part of the reason why I didn't become a rabbi, folks. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I had questions. Not I mean the first one was about okay, so how could the world have been made in 7 days if I know science and to me I was able to say that easily okay it's a metaphor and the words don't matter it's the succession of how things developed in the world and that's what they thought before they had real science okay I could accept that as a metaphor as a parable but how can something be wrong I mean I guess it's not an action that you're doing 
being gay. It's a way that you are. And if you're created that way, how can that be wrong? Exactly. And if God made you and you're perfect the way you are, but then there's all this talk about sin and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's all know, about control. Exactly. It's all about control. People see like the, 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 the big religious folks and I'm trying not to paint with a broad brush here. I really am not, but we like broads. We like brushes. Paint okay. with a broad brush. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you see people, happy gay people living happy lives, not hurting anybody and these other fucking bigots can't take it. And so they have to get their, they get their jollies from control. So, oh no, you're wrong. There's something wrong with you. You can't be happy being that way. You're living in sin. And yes, I just did air quotes on in sin. <laughs> and so to make themselves feel better, they have to make other people feel worse. These people are fucking bullies. And all the Plain gay and people. simple, they're fucking bullies. Mm-hmm. I and agree. All, and all yeah. the gay people are like, bitch, watch me. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> As well they should. But I think with her is like, okay, if finding this branch of Christianity helped her clean up her life. Right. More power to her in right. that. But, right. And she didn't want to be sleeping around. Awesome. If you don't want to do that, you want to change your life for whatever reason. And if that's how you can do it, great. That's how it works for you. But you don't have to change your sexuality to be that person, to clean up, to do the right thing. Uh, Chad and I have some amazing friends who are LGBTQ and are devoutly Christian. We even have a minister friend who's openly bisexual. You know, we have a priest friend who's like, yep, you know, I'm I'm queer. You know, this is who I am. And it's you don't have to change your hardware to find your path, really. And that's, I think, the more the issue here with this particular kid. I think that's I think that sums it up. Exactly. I concur. Let's let's uh, for a little palate cleanser here. Let's uh, let's talk about a new movement among uh, everybody. Everybody is becoming uh, free and uninhibited and no shame. But um, these people are called ecosexuals. We make love with the earth. We are aquophiles, terophiles, pyrophiles, and aerophiles. We shamelessly hug trees, massage the earth with our feet, and talk erotically to plants. We are skinny dippers, sun worshippers, and stargazers. We caress rocks, pleasured by waterfalls and admire the earth's curves often. We make love with the earth through our senses. We celebrate our e-spots and we are very dirty. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna rub my pussy on a rock as soon as we're done with this, I swear to God. <laughs> Right. I, I'm game we'll for everybody's it. fetish, and I'm not one to judge. But, but. Th- this is okay. No, I mean, I, I've seriously, I, I, I know people with some seriously strange stuff. But you're gonna right? get some dirt in your craw doing this. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but it's kind of literal least infection. <laughs> yeah, no, this is one of those things where I, I have no place to really make fun of her, but the way she's presenting it is what I'm cracking up at more than what she's talking about. Because everybody's got their fetish. This is obviously hers. 
But dude, you're not a porn star. Come on. No, but she totally is. <laughs> or trying to. This isn't. She's trying not to fuck the earth while she's talking about fucking I, the earth. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to look at this from like an announcer standpoint and what the hell was she doing with her voice? That, that's the the trying to sound like the um, like Marilyn Monroe or something. No, or the the old phone sex workers, and I'm oh, like, Jesus. That's yeah, all it sounds like I'm like, holy crap! That's, okay. that was my issue more. Than so me. this, so that video was obviously uh, made. Uh, it was part of a larger video. Uh, it, there was a lot more to that video that I watched Obviously. that just had that just had music behind it um, of people frolicking out in nature. And I am all for that. If you want to go roll around in the dirt and and have uh, having sex outdoors is amazing. Raise yes. your hands yes. at this table if you've right. So okay, and yes, there is places local that you can go do that uh, out in the open, and nobody gives a shit. Pro- okay, so um, true story time. Sexiest place I've ever had sex outdoors was under the radio antenna overlooking Pismo Beach. We drove up there on his Ooh. motorcycle. There were only cows down towards the bottom of the hill, and then once we got to the very top, we were all alone and we had sex overlooking Pismo Beach on the motorcycle jacket, and it was the most amazing thing ever. That's, I'm right? jealous, Actually, really but cool. it was on the motorcycle jacket because I didn't want dirt in my cooch. Like <laughs> you, I'm, oh, I get that earth has energy. I get that earth is revitalizing. I have even believed and call me, call me a kook. I know, I know I'm a kook. Uh, if you don't walk barefoot, sometimes you're not getting grounded. You're not getting reconnected. I yes. am in favor of all that, but I don't bring rocks and stigs and twigs into my bedroom unless they're shaped into paddles and butt plugs and that sort of thing. Like, yeah. and, and a cane, you know, a cane made out of a bamboo rod. That, that, that's where we're going here. Yeah, if I can hit you with it, we can talk about it. But if, no, if otherwise, no. Like, if I had, like, a sock full of rocks, maybe... If you have a sock full of rocks, you're Bing Crosby, and I'm calling child protective, sir, adult protective. But this just kind of, le- my brain just goes, oh, this leads to so many medical problems. It's not even funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you like you said, Chad, like a real life uh, yeast, yeast infection. Yeast infection, yeah. yeah. And, and or you poison know ivy and, or fungal oh, infection. Oh, God. And, no, okay. Oh. And that would be the yeast of your worries. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the, uh, Chad, Chad and I have a friend where he was out in the nudist colony, running around and got poison oak on his cock and that was great fun yes that was exactly who you thought it was (laughs) no i remember yes i remember because the squawking for the next few weeks was really entertaining it was about a month wasn't it no it was just a couple weeks okay it seemed like longer (laughs) it's kind of like yeah this can lead to a lot of problems for anybody type really so in honor of our equal sex, eco-sexuals, we're going to play a song and then we're going to come back and play a little bit more news. This is Black Cat Path and this song is called Dirty Love.
heterosexual, but you feel guilty for liking it up the butt? Is shame getting in the way of you getting off? Has Catholic school left you scarred and sadistic? Is your cat the only one who sees you naked? Do you wonder why Cosmo never gives you sex advice for your pussy? Are you confused by consent? Do you have dozens of dragon dildos? Do you have none? During missionary, do you keep your socks on and the lights off? You know who you are. Do you wonder why nobody will date you when you're such a nice guy? Well, go fuck yourself. Is an exclusive sex-positive podcast brought to you by Echoplex Media. We'll have an open discussion about sex, kink, fetishes, and the kind of bizarre things that other people are doing in their bedrooms. We'll present sex-related news, interviews, and information for your personal pleasure and entertainment. No topic is taboo. No fetish is too strange. We will talk about it all. Keep it tuned to Echoplex Media for our newest podcast, Go Fuck Yourself. And remember, Echoplex Media... If you can't go fuck yourself, how are you going to go fuck someone else? Well, the word is she likes it all. And it's party time. <laughs> it is party time, folks. That's an awesome clip. But uh, big shout out, Black Cat Path TJ. Love you. You, you are work, awesome, dude. Yeah, known that guy a he's little too He's in the group, long. so he's going to have to listen. Speaking of, speaking of uh, go fucking yourself. Um, <laughs> Literally. This, this, this guy. All right, so... Pornhub. Pornhub is my porn site of choice. Uh, they seem to be updated the most. Needless to say, Pornhub has millions and millions and millions of followers and members worldwide. And this fellow won an award on Pornhub for logging in at the most international sites. So he travels for business and he always logged into Pornhub. So he they actually gave him a special award at the at the Pornhubby Awards or whatever. But he got married. The Woodies. The Woodies. <laughs> no, that's in that's, San Francisco. That's, oh, yeah. No, that is a real thing. Oh, shit. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me, all the good ones have been taken already. So so this guy, when he got married, the ladies of, of the Pornhub video world put together this, uh, this incredible video, and uh, they played it at his wedding reception. And now a message from Pornhub. Hi, Danny. This is Aria with a message on behalf of your old friend, Pornhub. We've been with you for years now, witnessing all your varied phases. Danny, your stamina and loyalty is very much appreciated. <laughs> all our girls are gutted to hear that you're getting married. Especially since through your travels, you personally have viewed our site in the most countries worldwide. We want to congratulate you and your new bride today, but we also want you to know that we've saved all of your favorites. <laughs> Danny, we will never leave you, and you'll always be welcomed back. We know Kath can't travel with you everywhere. So when that day does come, we'll welcome you back with a free Pornhub Premium subscription. We love you that much. So congratulations, you two. You have many happy years to come. Love, Pornhub. I can only imagine how mortified the parents and grandparents would be during that. Well, it depends on the grandparents. I'm just talking really. about the the. Not every family is going to be sex open or sex positive. Shit, which, mine aren't. <laughs> mine aren't. It, mine, uh, mine actually aren't too bad. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so I guess with this guy, it was a question of everybody in his family knew that he was 
addicted to porn maybe except you know great auntie sitting over at the table clutching her pearls but all of his buddies like when they first started when when um his best man started giving the speech and i didn't it was recorded it was hand recorded the audio was crap so i didn't want to play that i just wanted to play the actual video but people started laughing early in the buildup of it because they knew exactly where this was going that they talked about his porn collection under his bed and blah 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 and what and the question the question that is here on the table today is why 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 does danny getting married preclude his using Pornhub? yeah if anything he'll be using it more right yeah i mean okay his wife isn't always gonna be in the mood He'll be in the mood. She's not little visual stimulation for your self-pleasuring. What popped into my head is she better use that account too. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. It's a premium account. Yeah. For for all the good shit. Yeah. But why? Why? It's, I don't see why she wouldn't. I mean, I don't know many people. Well, okay. Anybody Ew, porn who's, is icky. Anybody who says porn is icky or they don't watch porn is probably lying. Just like anybody who says they don't masturbate is definitely lying. Yeah. But what about, okay, so when I was in my last heteronormative Call back to last to episode <laughs> I see one. What you did there? Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, go listen to episode one. It's a couple of mouse clicks away from where you are right now. When I was in my heteronormative phase, and I thought, I thought, because I was jealous that if my boyfriend masturbated without me, that meant that I was not doing my job as a girlfriend. I was not satisfying him. I was super unclear on the core concept of porn and masturbation among among men in particular who have who just have a hard penis a couple of times a day and are like oh i should probably do something with this um but it didn't why are you looking at me (laughs) (laughs) because yours is attached so it does does porn belong in a healthy marriage yes absolutely okay i'd like we stated early on chad and i are married we've been married for almost 14 years when i first met you you were newlyweds yes. it was yeah. so adorable and we've been together for close to 21 20, now yeah, 20, so we i mean we've been dig. i've known this person for over half my life yeah you know and it's the porn has always been open and honest about it's like okay wait all right this is what's going on donnie here. knows yeah. where my porn stash is do you have the same do you use the same Pornhub account I actually don't have we one. Don't have, you know, we don't have. Just Google yeah. it. You yeah. know, what do you feel like today? Uh, hentai and tentacles. Okay, cool. <laughs> that actually is not one of my kinks. Oh, I I just love watching it. I don't I don't watch it to like masturbate to. I just fucking love watching it. It's I, like cartoons. I do. I do. Fucking. Some of them. Some, <laughs> of, them. Some of those tentacle porns are my, hot. Dude. My preference are the 3D ones. I, I don't know I th- I don't know what it is. I, I like, like the... I like the glitchy animation, but that's a little <laughs> off topic. So. <laughs> All right. So there's a couple here that we have an interview of. I don't remember their name. All of this, all of this information, by the way, and links to all of our stories because I'm really terrible with with remembering all the names of all these people. It, as soon as this is posted on our website, there will be a link to our docket, and you can go see and hear the original audio yourself. Because we are as transparent as we possibly can be. We 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 don't hide our our sources. We want you to have our. We want you to have the same information that we do. So this couple whose name I don't remember, um, claims to be able to orgasm for 18 hours. How does this work? What are you doing? Hmm. 
so hi, I'm Scott. Um, so what we're doing is we're practicing Tantra. And okay. uh, one of the key things that most people don't realize is that orgasm is different from the traditional release that comes from climax. And so when you're able to separate these things, instead of having the traditional trajectory where you kind of get excited and then climax and then go to sleep, you're able to have an, an experience where you can keep going and you can start having multiple experiences. And when you start doing this for hours at a time, it builds and builds and builds. And then when you decide to have a climax, um, you might come down to here, but you're in an orgasmic state that can then last for a long time. So then it'll start kind of going down again so you can eat and you know play and then make love I, and I, bring it back up again I and get, so forth. And you can stay the, in this state. Okay, I get this from the, from the uh, woman's point of view, from Melanie's point of view. I sort of get, I've got my head around that one. From your point of view, um, because there is that ultimate moment um you are not you're not you're not doing that for 18 hours are you i mean you, you? you'd be an you'd be an empty shell well that yeah <laughs> that's the thing that's what you got to realize is it's two different things so you can actually have a full body completely ecstatic blissful orgasm that's actually more powerful than anything you've done before without the traditional release and the drain of energy okay um, because it's, it's against two separate things correct yeah, no, actually, I've heard of that, and I've seen it. I have a partner that we would do some orgasm control, and he would sneak little orgasms like that, and there was no climax. And when he get caught, that was... But that's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so, so ejaculation is different than orgasming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. But okay, like, so when orgasm you're orgasming, it's more of a, like... It, it incorporates your whole body as opposed to just your genitals. I have never been able to separate the two. That's just me. Never been able to separate the two. And going for 18 hours, that would hurt. Yeah, no, my brain it is would going hurt. Ah. Okay, so, but you can be in a highly aroused pre-orgasmic state for quite a long time. Oh, no, you and not even have an erection. You can be soft but 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 limp but but firm but like in there i had a submissive who if his dick wasn't hard all the time he wasn't even he couldn't even pay attention to what i was doing and i was like that's not the point of this the point right. of this is to keep you aroused but you're not gonna always have a hard cock because uh, that's not what i'm focused on mm -hmm. right now it's yeah. the other part uh let's hear what else they have to say they're uh they're they're pretty interesting folks we practice Tantra, which helps us to pull the sexual energy up our bodies and to re-energize ourselves. So actually, the longer we make love, the more energized we get, both of us. She could be going to sleep at 10, and by dawn, we're like, wow. Yeah, I can be sleepy at the beginning, and he like encourages me to keep going, and then... I just keep getting more energized every time, and we can still be going by morning. It works the same for guys. Guys can do the same thing that women can do. <clears throat> okay, yeah. can I just ask you, what does it if feel I like? I mean, is it does me. it feel the same as a normal <laughs> orgasm that, 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 that somebody may have, or does it is it a different feeling to that? It's much more powerful and uh, more intense. And it's a full body experience. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it might be like kind of crazy. You, you've seen like low level um, experiences or low level orgasms just from like hugging and, you know, kind of getting the, mm -hmm. the process going. But it gets really crazy, you know, after. We've got, we've <laughs> actually hours. got. I mean, you See, must uh, drive your neighbors bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are shocked that they have not called the cops on us yet. With lots of privacy. Are you are you not, not tempted? Have you never burst out laughing? Huh? Do have you never burst just laughing? burst out laughing? Oh yeah. We the, the we thing do all about Sartre is we, we experience all of our emotions in lovemaking. So we laugh at ourselves, we cry, we rage, you know, we do everything because that's that's what we're doing is we're in order to do this kind of thing, you have to be open and, and be connected with your emotions and your feelings and your channel so that you can feel the energy moving through your body. And that's what makes it kind of a spiritual practice as well as just a, an orgasmic one. So I can giggle I, can I? during lovemaking all the time. It totally is an orgasmic experience as well. Oh my God. I brought that up on the Plex, which is Echoplex Media's other show on Sunday night. Um, if you want to tune in, it's live every Sunday from uh, 7 p.m. until about 10 p.m. at echoplexmedia.com slash live. And you'll hear politics and derp and more of uh, this guy. There'll be a transgender in your soup. I'll be right back. Um, but um, I... I laugh during sex all the time and it's not and people yeah. are like why would you laugh at your partner no it's it's the release of cuz tension is built up during that and it's yeah. a release good tension yeah and somebody moves and you slip and you just giggle <laughs> or somebody accidentally farts because that happens yes. because we're human and then somebody else and then you you just start there's nothing more arousing than making love to your partner being in that and starting to laugh it's oh, yeah. the best release ever why wouldn't you laugh and people are people are looking at me like i was from mars like what, right. what the heck the, the rage thing kind of scares me a little bit though i mean i know i've heard of having an angry fuck but if you're just raging during that uh Sorry, that's a turn off that's a at least for me <laughs> for both of us and i it seems to me but it to depends be a, you yeah. can you can have really angry sex like having a bad day at work come home honey let's let's fuck and and here, i'm gonna take it out on you take it out on you Do it. and and that rage like yeah and you know if then until they start saying mm, yeah no i'm gonna have to have you come in on saturday okay oh, yeah. oh, oh. i've got i've got okay, a, great. i've got a couple more clips i like i like these people i just i i'm part i partly put this on the docket because they're really some stodgy british uh they're trying to be cool but they're 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 pretty they're pretty uh uh they're clutching their Uptight. pearls yeah no the, the hosts are Stuck obviously <laughs> yeah have something lodged up their rectums um, if only they maybe. did. If only. Yeah. <laughs> yes, clearly. There's also there's something else that's very interesting here is that you don't necessarily have to be together to make this work because this is an energy exchange. Am I right in thinking Correct. you can be in separate rooms and do this? Yeah. Um, so, first of all, we can feel each other even when we're apart. And second of all, we can orgasm all by ourselves just through no. breathing and like feeling um, orgasm with God. So like just taking in the energy that surrounds us and just pulling it into our bodies Melanie, and like really blissfully feeling it. How would you switch off then? If you it. can just feel this energy from anywhere, what happens if you're like in a supermarket and suddenly you start getting this energy in? I mean, have you? Has it ever happened to you in an inappropriate place? Um, well, first of all, I don't really feel like any place is inappropriate. <laughs> Second of all, it's a Very conscious thing yeah. so tantra teaches us to be conscious about it so we get to choose to do it it, it's it doesn't like, happen to us we choose you can it. tone it down or you know so it could be a low level vibration like we could even be doing that now without you, you know it being I bet too they are. crazy I hope they sometimes are. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just a little bit. Oh, but then, um, and then we can rev it up. And yeah, if we're like at the really high intense states, then I'm not really functional. But it only gets that intense, um, you know, about once a month because we yeah. don't, we can't Bearing schedule mind, 12 hour, 18 hour experiences. Uh, this has been one of my favorite interviews ever. Just gonna <laughs> gonna point that out. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, because they can't control themselves. I love that the guests are coming off way more intelligent than the hosts. Right. I, I got a question for you guys. Um, what's the longest orgasm you you guys have had? Do you know? 20 minutes. I yeah, got I you that one minutes. time. It was oh, 20 nice. minutes. Nice, nice, Until nice. I was like, I physically can't do this. Anymore. Yeah, so, you're like, okay, that's enough. What's funny is when we come back from this next break, we're going to talk about edging. Ooh. Which has to do with bringing yourself to near orgasm and leaving Ooh. yourself in a mm -hmm. semi arous in a very aroused state for quite some time. I've got one more clip just because I feel like playing this, but um, this will this will this will really wrap things up here. Thanks, guys. I'm not sure I've asked everything I need to know. No, yet. we've got thousands of things we I'll still need to. I'll I've, call you. I've only got halfway through this. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks. if you want to learn how to do it. Okay. Oh, oh there you go. Just write that down. <laughs> I would Still love to, to put a fly on the wall in that programming. <laughs> Here it comes. Still to come. Oh, there's some more? Well, no, she said Still joke. to come. Still to come. Still yep. to... <laughs> They're still laughing. Oh <laughs> uh, so right now, during the middle of this laughter, would be the perfect time for one of them to have an orgasm. <laughs> I just did. I just did. I know I did. Go to the wreck. I'm still coming, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been I've been coming since I actually came here. See if, yeah, I've been, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? <laughs> actually, you didn't actually see that coming. Oh, but I bet you won't see this coming either. This is a song by Lex, the lexicon artist. This is uh, Asian American Beauty, and we'll be right back in three minutes. Yo, I got a big butt, yep. but I'm not bragging. Why? Cause back in Taiwan, that was a bad thing. Oh. Be an Asia, flat asses are the preference, but that was where I had to establish my point of reference. I met with many impediments from my back then. Among my circle, definitely the fat friend. But that said, there's an excellent chance I still can fit in Asian size XL pants. When I moved to the Bay, damn, it opened my mind. Cause as it turned out, my behind was Oakland size. And to add another fact, I didn't know at the time. In America, Asians with butts are one of a kind. And there I had it, my massive ass. Curvy too, but I've seen as an imperfection. Skin whitening dreams for a lighter complexion. 
smoke you blunt and keep proportional. I got some motherfucking barbecue pork buns. You got some bucks in my country, they call them mobas. My cuts are flatter than the bottom half of North Dakota. I know it's hard to celebrate what you got, but I promise that you deserve to be hot, Asian or not. Famous or not, their bodies are not to be forgotten. So love yourself, you beautiful from the top to the bottom. You got Asian American beauty. That was Lex, the lexicon artist with Asian American Beauty. She is an Asian American beauty, and oh, her booty is to die for. You can see her booty uh, coming up soon. Uh, I think their show is in next Saturday night, the uh, the. 17th, see the 17th or the 24th. Go to, go, whether you make it to this show or not, go to uh, Lex the Lexicon Artist on Twitter and on Facebook and follow her because once you see that booty, you there you won't be able to not follow her. So, yes. planning to because holy shit, that was awesome. <laughs> She's great. She's fucking great and very, very good friend of the show. So, it is time and we need a little uh, 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 theme song here. We need a, uh, uh, it's the wor- time for the word of the day. Um, today's word is edging. 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 Isn't that uh, what you do uh, around your lawn to make it nice and uh, <laughs> trim so that, you know, it looks, it looks. If by lawn you mean pubes. Bush. Yes. Trim in the bush. Well, no, well, no, it's. <laughs> okay. So in all seriousness, what is edging? Somebody want to take a, somebody want to take a crack at that? Edging is uh, stimulating your sexual orgasms to the point where you're just about to climax and then you stop. And kind of let it die down to rebuild that so that when you do climax, it's a lot more intense and it's a lot longer than an, uh, than an old, great old fashioned orgasm. So the difference being sometimes because of the way my neurochemistry works, I am aiming right towards orgasm and I just miss it. And I'm I like, fucking hate oh, that. Is that it? That's not edging. That's not edging. That's losing your orgasm. <laughs> but you know what you could do to fix that? Start edging. You can edge regularly for 45 minutes a day and maybe not make yourself come for a while. And God, will you hate yourself, but you'll so, thank yourself too. <laughs> so um, I found an interesting website that I will link in the show notes. Um, but these three women, if we play all three clips, we may not. We may get the gist of it after one or two, um, are going to talk about how they discovered edging and what their experience has been like. Sex has changed since I've had kids. When I was young, it was something that I often did just to please my partner. But as I got older, I got more focused on making my sex life something that I enjoyed. The best lover I ever had was a man that I met in my mid-20s. And I'd never been comfortable with oral sex before. I was impatient with it. I was like, get it over with. (laughs) Let's get to sex. But this man was very different. He gave me the best orgasm I've ever had. I can tell you exactly how he did it because I remember. He brought me right to the brink of having an orgasm about three times. 
And the first time he did it, I was almost about to come and he stopped. And I completely lost my orgasm, which happens sometimes. And he didn't even care. It wasn't frustrating to him. He just started all over again. So after that, he did it two more times. And the second time that he stopped right before I was about to come, I didn't lose my orgasm all the way. I was still very aroused and just right at that spot. So it just kept building from about the second time. And then the third time he finally let me go. And I've never had an orgasm that long in my life. It lasted and lasted. Every time he touched me, I would keep orgasming. The only reason that I'm not still having that orgasm is because he got tired. <laughs> or I'd still be doing it now. <laughs> We're going to push and push and push. You will always back up. Fuck yeah. I'm sitting here going, wait. I mean, there's people that didn't know about this. Right. <laughs> I'd say 80% Probably. at least of people out there don't practice this regularly. And why Why would you? Isn't the point of sex to have the orgasm and then get it over with and then be done and then you can go on with your day? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the individual. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I know, I know. The individual, the upbringing, because a lot yeah. of people, it's like she was saying, sex was just something to get over with. Well, not even foreplay, like not yeah. even just let's have sex. And I think, okay, so in again, in my heteronormative days, I to me, the sex was this consummation moment of whatever intimacy we had um whether it was boyfriend girlfriend whether it was a a, a revenge fuck whatever we were doing uh we had to have the sex and if the sex didn't happen like but and if and if the man didn't orgasm and if i couldn't make myself orgasm it wasn't complete sex and that's completely bass backwards like Mm -hmm. that's not the way to think about things the orgasm is not the goal I've never heard anyone ever say bass backwards. Are you serious? I, I think this might be an age thing because I say yeah. bass backwards. So bass backwards all the time. I've <laughs> come up with a bunch of things like that. Yeah, no, it that that's that's it, fantastic. <laughs> We're dating ourselves. At least somebody is. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm fine with that. I'm dating myself. So, edging is or is not a, a normal sexual activity. No, normal. I don't think it's normal for well, for so be. many people. I mean, for kinky people for people that or let me rephrase that for woke people no for sexually healthy people people who are more active about their sexuality and more forward with how they want to please themselves i think they're more familiar i think with edging i wouldn't use the word normal though i'd use because normal normal is the wrong word yeah yeah, normal is the total wrong word it's it's something that's more Mainstream. Commonly practiced. Main, common mainstream. Yeah. yeah. More common. Because it's there's obviously, you know, the, the 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 people like Jed and I who have spent time educating ourselves on sex and how our bodies work and we're still go to the classes right. all over the place and it's and learning these things because you're con- you can be learning about all these it's amazing. The human body is amazing no matter how it's put together but I mean, you bring up you bring up an interesting point which i don't know how many of our listener thank you listener i don't know how many <laughs> of our listener actually realize that in most cities and even some smaller smaller towns you can take sex classes chances are 
chances are you can find a place that offers sex education. It's usually the same kind of store that sells lube and sex toys. Um, it, they may also sell uh, leather goods and other things uh, like here in San Francisco and in San Jose. But if you want to improve your knowledge and improve your skill set, improve your, your, your enjoyment of pleasure, take classes, educate yourself. What you learned in seventh and eighth grade or what you learned in the back seat of your car when you were a senior have changed. There's more and you can do so much more with your body. Your body itself is the largest sexual organ mm -hmm. that you have. Like you can, uh, right, like Dana, like Dana said, I could be coming right now like 14 times and you wouldn't even know. Uh, the thing with I'm not though, so. Yeah. You the know. thing with I edging, and I, I want to be really, really, really clear on this is this is not just for female body people. This can be for if you are male bodied too. Um, I have an on again, off again partner that I did this. I edged him for over a week. Wow. And never actually sexually touched him the entire time. It was all sensation and having him do things. And it was a week of it until his then female partner had come up from SoCal. And then he was happy. I want to I want to actually bring up something that, that the the 18 hour orgasm couple brought, which is being able to give to have orgasms without even the other partner being in the room. Right. Yeah. Like that is that goes along with edging, too, because oh, yeah. there weren't when you were talking about um giving your partner a week of up and down, up and down the sexual roller coaster, you weren't always together the entire no. time. So what is it? What, like how it was, there was a lot of really insane things that had happened. I mean, it would be anything from, okay, I'm, I'm having you put on this particular uniform and while you're doing your, you know, while you go to work and that so, was these little mm. things like that is part of it too and it, it's just this continual and it's like okay we're going to dinner and you're in this and this is what we're doing and yeah. we're carting you around and this and I, it, it even ended up like taking pizza to at then chad's work and like literally walking into the place in and a boy scout uniform in a full boy scout uniform Aww. it was really cute Aww. and you know and he's holding the pizza for chad and he's this big grin on his face and he is so blissed out and this is right smack in the middle of all of this I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, you about. probably know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. Well, actually, Aww. no, there's a lot of Boy Scout people. Yeah, but, um, but that that is a big thing that has changed in how I perceive arousal. It used to be that I was only aroused if the person was in the room there with me. And maybe we were watching porn. Maybe we were reading erotica together. Mm -hmm. Maybe we weren't. Who knows? But the person had to be there and preferably with their hands on me. And now I have a long distance submissive who is better be listening to this podcast <laughs> uh, if if he knows what's good for him but it really really helps knowing that it, when, I, people laugh about sexting but I've had some of the best orgasms ever oh, yeah. just from having having chat sex or, or text sex texting people because right that minute what I'm saying what I'm doing is giving them a hard on and making mm -hmm. them aroused and that arousal in turn arouses me they don't have to be in the same room Mm -hmm. for it to be a connection the connection happens because 
we know and I can I can leave a message and then get it in the morning and as soon as it's delivered I know they get a heart on and that gives me like mm-hmm. such happy you know so here's what we're gonna do I'm gonna play a song and when we come back we're gonna do a quick fire question round and then we're gonna talk to our guests Donnie and Chad and find out what's going on in their lives and where they're where Donnie is performing next and uh, where you can where you can see some naked hot babes this is uh, Sexy B by Rebels Camp featuring uh, Rock Jen Rocket and Mr. Filthy And you're going out on the town and all the shit shit on 
You're on camera, a strange dick pops through a hole, and you suck it. That's right. That was uh, that was Sexy Bitch, uh, Sexy Bee, by the Rebels Camp, and that was the uh, Glory Hole Haiku by Nick Rhythm. So shout out to Hammershot. Shout That's out to n- myself. So. <laughs> Oh, we all shout out shout out to Randall Pink. That's our connection here. All of us love Randall Pink, and that's actually how I met Donnie and Chad. And the, and Dana knows you, Randall. He's doing and, a podcast too. Tell us a little bit about Randall's podcast. So please. his podcast is uh, a current times podcast, and he's been interviewing um, you know just people in his network. And he actually just released an episode with Patty Kay from the Ruffies. Yes, and you can find it at Pink Elephants at Blogspot. Oh, it, here. Mm. That's fine. If you search, search for pink elephants on pink Twitter, elephants, hundred proof pink, hundred proof at pink. Blogspot.com. <laughs> so it is time for our quick fire question round. Um, we're just going to go quickly around the panel. I don't want to have a long discussion, but just yes, no, or quick answer the the question. So, which have you most recently done? Had a donut or done it? Donut. Donut. Uh. It's been oh done it actually took me a while sorry donut <laughs> okay uh, which is worse bad sex or bad coffee bad coffee I yeah don't bad drink coffee. coffee so bad sex oh bad sex um I would say bad ah I'm it's waffling hard. I'm waffling I'm waffling I don't All believe right. in bad sex uh I don't drink coffee so <laughs> give me a give me your best pickup line hi. Yeah, literally, it's high, and trust me, it works. My name's Dana, and you're gonna dig me like the grave. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, if you didn't know what a speculum was called, what would you think it was? Or what was it? If, if you didn't know what a speculum was for, and you saw a speculum, what would you think it was for? Sci-fi weapon. Yes. Seriously, they do. They yes. look like something like a, like a, like a phaser. Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Phaser or something a Klingon would use. Okay. Well, I, it is for Klingons, but not that kind. Y- yeah. Yes? <laughs> oh, uh, I, it's... Donnie? They do look like a sci-fi Star Trek thing. Okay. I mean, it's... I would think it's a sex toy, but that's just because me. It's just so, me. Shut up. So we have uh, our Go Fuck Yourself group on the Book of Face. Uh, we posted... Dana posted a picture of a speculum saying, what is this for? Wrong answers, please. Uh, shout out to my seventh grade crush who answered that it was one of the new robots from the reboot of MSD3K. <laughs> And shout, out, and shout out! And shout out! Shout out to the to the horny old guy who said it, called it a boot stretcher. And I said, "Well, you're not wrong." Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. What are some of the top answers from our Go Fuck Yourself S- podcast? Group? Some of the top answers are um, ones from Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. It's a rodent remover, specifically from anal cavities. Oh, I thought well, that was yeah. Richard Gear. Yeah. Right. Uh, a condom putter on her. Which is a technical term. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever used a putter on her before, but they're kind of they're tricky. Um, everyone, uh, a lot of duck-related items mm. for making duck calls. Sarah or says, "Thank you, Sarah." Platypus, uh, right? Platypus. It's a platypus call. You, you can go. call the wild platypus. Um, there's. I'm gonna read uh, two more here. A fancy cork puller. Yes. Oh. Was that TJ's? Response? Yes, thank you, TJ. Thank you, TJ. <laughs> thank you, TJ. And uh, we love you. Right, I mean, you comment on my post, I'm gonna give you a shout out. 
and uh, Federation issue phaser type two. There's yes! the Star Trek. <laughs> thank the breadboard baker for that one. Yes, thank you. I know breadboard you're going to listen to this. Shout out to everyone in our podcast group. We post a lot of memes in there and a lot of silly stuff. And as you've seen, some of your comments sometimes make it on the air. So thank you very much for contributing. If you want to follow our podcast group, find it on uh, uh, Facebook. As I said, it's got a couple of punctuation marks in it so we can get past the the uh, iTunes sensors. So we are here to talk to you, Donnie Mirisu. Tell us a little bit about what it's like being Donnie Mirisu. I actually started off doing drag when I was 14. Wow. I was, yeah, 14 wow. years old. I am now, mm-hmm. yeah, um, in my 40s. I have no problems admitting that. But yeah, no, I've been doing this a very long time off and on. Um, started doing transgendered burlesque. I am assigned female, but perform at well, probably live a good part of my life as as a man. I'm gender fluid would be the proper term, but I've been performing in different ways for a very long time. Started off with just little tiny things, high school plays. I, I have a high school friend who probably is listening, who is in the process. Hopefully, hopefully yes. From, who's no longer in the Bay Area, and she has been trying to find photographs of me in full drag at age 14 and 15. Aww. And she knows that they are around, and she's determined to find them. Because she wants, them up. Yeah, because she was, wants to show her kids. What did you say about our dragonistas from our first episode? Oh, they were cute babies. Baby drag. <laughs> they were babies. And Baby drag. You are the international drag king I'm, for the Leather Association? Uh, so, the list of titles... <laughs> Um, here you here here's where you need you Chad to come out with a scroll scroll and say, by of, proclamation of, of the king uh, of different things. But uh, currently, I am the current reigning Mister Galaxy 2018, and Ooh. that is a national drag title. That is the top ranking male performer in you know a presentation for drag. Fuck it up, and I'm the first non cis man to win. Uh, two years ago, it was the first non. Mm. Yeah, yeah, big ups. So it was also two years ago when I was the first uh, non cis man to qualify. Took third place that year, but this past year actually won, um, and was definitely a shake up because my style of drag king is very different than about ninety nine percent of what you'll see out there. A lot of them are very much taking a look at masculinity. Some of them are making fun of it. Some of them are not. But many of them will be like your hip hop guys or your party boys or boy band is about most of it that you'll see. And you'll see some country, but you're not going to see an actual punk or an actual goth or even out of the military. Yeah. Out of the makeup and out of this, you know, out of gear and binding this is still who I am. This is what I listen to at home. This is the concerts that I go to. This is how I dress. Um, you don't see that so much, especially there is some fabulous shows in San Francisco that are purely the gothic performers and the punk performers. To use the, it's, I came across this amazing. Sploosh. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm still coming, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Which, we're at 17 of our 18 here. Yes. Yep, just about. 
But um, a good friend of mine from San Francisco gave me a book from England of portraits of alternative drag performers called Night Flowers. And sadly, I do not remember the name of the artist that put it together. And Night Flower is the British term for an alternative drag burlesque sideshow. You're going nice. to have to find it and post it in the group. It's, you should do your own research. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The book is everywhere. It is Fuck. fabulous. It, it's a tome. It's literally probably about, what, four inches thick book of stunning photographs. And four inches? For, for, yeah, four inches. <laughs> yeah, my sense of size is, yeah, no. I, Why do women have so much difficulty with the concepts of time and space? <laughs> because all our lives we've been told that this is eight inches and that uh, is 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I've been there, done that. Not yet. Not yet. Wah, wah, wah. Why is everybody looking at me again? Like I said, because <laughs> yours is actually attached. <laughs> I'm going to just go slink off. No, 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 no. But, I wasn't uh, looking at you, Chad. Now I am, though. I'm over here like, well, I know from thumb to pinky, that's nine inches, because I used to be in jewelry, so you can't fucking tell me what's nine inches yeah. and what isn't, so go fuck yourself, because no one's going to do it for you. But, um... I see I what you did there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so came across the term night flower, and um, as I started winning awards and getting more established with some really very very strong and powerful drag groups and houses i was dubbed the king of american nightflowers because there's not many nightflower performers out here i mean like i said there's amazing shows that are purely nightflower in san francisco there's one in san jose that i would say probably about 50 percent would be, fall into the category of like the alternative not not bad influences no oh. not bad not bad influences bad influences is Mostly burlesque. Okay. There's a couple of a, there is three of us who are, would fall into the category of transgender or gender illusionist that are part of the bunch. But the one that actually has a lot of the Nightflower performers is Circus of Sin. Tell, which, us, about, tell us about Circus of Sin. This, it's been now going for a little over a year. Uh, it is a, it's an amazing train wreck of a show. And it is because <laughs> Well, you, first of all, it's at the caravan. It's held at the caravan. That's that's the And that's there's mindfuckery uh, that abounds. Yeah, and it's a it's a Tuesday night, so it is a school night, and that place <laughs> is slammed. The show usually starts between 10 and 11, depending on when everybody gets there and everybody's in makeup and everybody's set to go. I mean, it it's they say 10 but we know it's going to be last one started at eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fox. What what's different from this and the bad influences show bad besides in the venue? Um, bad influences is you're seeing some of the best in the world. Okay. That is almost all burlesque. Sometimes you have singers. Sometimes you have um, contortionists. But Circus of Sin is. They definitely do some lowbrow humor. You've got comedians, you've got sideshow geeks. You will you will have like a green haired, heavily tattooed clown walk up to you and go staple this into my face. 
and okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly, exactly. I mean, you Hold never, still. yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You'll have a drag queen spit blood on you. Yes. You'll have. Fuck me up. I think I saw uh, videos of somebody was doing a, a grinder saw on, like they had a, a piece of something on their jock that they and they were grinding on their crotch. That wasn't circus. That was a different one. But that that same that bunch same, okay. does okay. perform right. at Circus of Sand. Um, you do get f- amazing local sideshow geeks, um, some drag queens of all varieties. You get night flowers. You do get the glamazon drag queens yes. at this. You get drag queens that will sing live. You get kings. You get contortionists. And how often does this happen? This is monthly. Uh, so um, is it next? consistent? Like on the third Tuesday? It's a li- They try to do third Tuesday, but it doesn't always happen. So okay. it's a pay attention their next one is the 20th. It's one of those things where you, it's, you never know quite what's going to happen. The crowd is amazingly raucous. You have semi-pro wrestlers out there in the audience. And what's really amazing is watching these hardcore metal guys being so protective of the drag queens Aww. and the trans women that perform in this bunch. Fuck yeah, dude. It's Oh, they're Amazing. they're awesome guys. They really are. And it's a couple times we do get the drunk muggles in there. <laughs> drunk muggles. Yes, drunk muggles that really Ruggles. don't know what they've walked into. Ruggles. But and I had one of them misgender me. I mean, pretty extremely. I'm there in you know, it's like I'm a goth, so I I am a man who wears a lot of makeup. But it's you look at the body and it's obviously male due to binding and packing and all the the fabulous tricks that um, all drag artists do, but was heavily misgendering me. And one of the, this little metal guy goes, last time I checked and last time I talked to him, Donnie was a guy. Refer to him as him or I will deck you. Little tiny guy about my size, mind you, I'm only 4'11". Bitch, make me famous. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But yeah, no, I mean, you will see this. They're very, and even more protective of the trans women that go through there. That that gives me a big happy. And shout out to Rachel, who's the the bartender and owner of of the caravan manager. She's she's awesome. And Circus of Sin is definitely showing you that there is more to drag and more to all of that than just that one little sliver of a category. Whenever anybody thinks of drag queens, nine times out of ten, they're going to look at the Glamazons. They're not going yeah, to look at... Right. Well, the squeaky the, wheel gets the oil. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what they're putting out there in the media. And I'm, I'm not a real big fan of RuPaul because of things that she has said. Uh, but that's beside the point. But I mean, this show is really fucking popular. You it's can't, really you popular. Can't get away from that. Yeah. And that's okay. Because it's brought drag into the mainstream, whereas it used to be this dirty sideshow thing. Yeah. I mean, it was like, okay... You look at like, okay, everybody goes, oh, RuPaul. I'm like, no, 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 let's look a little farther back. I mean, let, let's look where she came from with look Divine. At, let's look at Milton Berle for oh, fuck's yeah. sake. Oh, Mil- yeah. Yeah, and there's some, uh, Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that was in that? All, I, all I'm picturing is Jack Lemon, but I know there was another couple of that were in there, but it, it goes back. I mean, years and years and years. And the same thing with Drag Kings. Right. Which is right. the flip side. You have Marlena Dietrich. Yes. Started out as a drag king way before she'd be turned into this amazing you know, screen siren. She was a drag king. 
and there's some incredible photographs from I think it's like the 1880s that are cycling around of drag kings and that these were performers. These were female bodied people that were on stage doing illusion as men. There are there's a whole section of society that uh, is not okay with that sort of thing. And they think there'll be a transgender in your soup. I'll be right back. But for the most part, I think I think anything and anything up up on stage doing the thing is sexy as fuck Mm -hmm. i don't think it matters what the plumbing is underneath i think it's all about attitude and fierceness and showing and i think i think drag i I mean i'm thinking of victor victoria Mm -hmm. where she was a woman who was masquerading as a man but then did but then performed and would rip off the costume and or was she okay it was a woman who was living life as a man who had to perform as a woman and then would take off everybody would think she was a woman mm-hmm. and then take off the wig and she was a man underneath although it was actually um, yeah you know she it was julianne julianne Julie Andrews, Andrews, thank you yeah. yeah um amazing movie we i i'm stammering just a little bit because we're starting to run out of time here so um before we go um chad because uh it kind of is the donnie mirasu show today <laughs> yeah well uh, as it should be as it should be what um do you have anything to add about the uh performance scene in the bay area or uh thing shows it's, that are coming up that you want to talk about well, bad influences bad influences yeah. that that's the next big one um and like i said i'm usually the nice thing about bad influences is, like you were saying, all body types are welcome. They're trying to get more men up on stage. Uh, Tease Blossom, who's one of the producers, has been trying to get my ass up there, mm-hmm. and that ain't happening. <laughs> I've seen your ass on stage, but you were the stage ninja. Yeah, I was a stage ninja, and my ass was covered. Nobody wants to see that thing uncovered, trust me. I do. Yeah. I like skinny boys. I married you, come on. We're making him blush, that's good. Where <laughs> yeah, can- I think I just turned bright red. Where can people find you on social media? Um, you can't. Dun, dun, dun. No, uh, fa- I am on the 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 book of face, and then if you want to, I mean, I'm hardly ever on my Twitter, but I do have a Twitter. It's at Mr. Peterman. That's all spelled out. M I S T E R P E T E R M A N. No, that is not a Seinfeld reference. That is actually my name. And we may have you back on a future episode because you are an aspiring erotica novelist, and we don't want to go into a whole lot of details. No, because I'm still waiting on stuff on that. Yeah. We're waiting, but uh, fingers crossed we will have you back for a future show thank you yes. donnie mirasu it has been such a royal royal treat to have you here in, in the echoplex media studios i cannot thank you enough for all that you have done for the queer community the leather community the straight community the trans community the burlesque community uh, uh, um you probably even take out the trash for your neighbor lady like i bet your community thank you do a Please. lot actually down there Please tell us where we can find you and where we can see you. The best places to find me uh, on the Book of Face is Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Mirasu, as just like the winery, because yes, I am actually part of the family, but Mirasu is, yeah, no, legitimately. I thought so. I didn't want to say. That's a whole story, and we'll talk about that later. Um, Mirasu, M-I-R-A-S-S-O-U, or on the Instagram, and I usually post... Makeup photos, prop build photos, a lot of the stuff that I sometimes will actually get up on Facebook and a lot of times 
I don't. I have taken pictures of you, and it's really hard to get a good picture of you because you don't stand still. No, I'm I a think performer. that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm a performer and, and a dancer, but on the Instagram is D J N E S H A M A H. That's actually how I met you. Yeah. Was as DJ Neshama yeah. at the King of Clubs at Club Adrenochrome in 2004. Yeah. No, I am still DJing. I still use that name. Shout and... out to Lynx and Gretchen Wiener's variety show in Santa Cruz. The next couple shows that I have uh, mentioned Circus of Sin. It is free. That's so my favorite price. So there's no excuse not to go. Uh, Bad Influences Burlesque is on February the 27th at the San Jose Improv. That is not a cheap show does sell out but it's worth every freaking every penny. penny well worth it um the one that i'm really going to encourage you guys to go to is the gretchen wieners drag and variety show held at the blue lagoon in santa cruz on march the 2nd i believe that it is, is a friday night yeah it is a first friday there's a variety of things with circus of sin also performing with peep show coming up um transgender day of visibility also keep an eye out for callahan's cross time saloon which will be coming in august and goes for about three days do you have a web page unfortunately no i don't because i'm a dance um but i will be i do post all the stuff as it's happening on facebook flyers go up on insta so those are the best ways to follow, find out about all this crazy shit that is going on right in your backyard. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank uh, you. Where can people find you? You could find me on, on Facebook at Dana Blackheart. That's, that's about it. Don't forget to follow us on social media for beautiful food and inspiration. <laughs> what the fuck? And that was Becky with the good fruit. And I... <laughs> I am the Waffle Princess. Thank you for joining us for episode two of Go Fuck Yourself. Uh, do find us on social media, uh, the Facebook group for Go Fuck Yourself, the Facebook group for Local Love, the Facebook group for The Plex. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. We are on Stitcher. If you're one of the people who have downloaded us and listened to us, spread this around. Give the link to your friends. Listen to our radio station, echoplexmedia.com slash live 24-7. I was doing work on my computer last night and it's just great music to have in the background. You'll probably know if you're in the Bay Area, you'll probably know some of the bands that you'll hear. If you have a VLC media player, if you open the stream in that, you'll hear what the songs are which is a little tip from nice from VLC media player. So um, we want to thank you very much. If you find some value in what we're doing, please go to our Patreon at um, Echoplex uh, at uh, patreon.com slash Echoplex. Um, and you can always chat with us. You can uh, send us emails. The way to contact us is on echoplexmedia.com uh, and click contact us. Join our Discord channel. Where There's always somebody bullshitting around in the discord channel There's 24 hours a day a fucking discord fucking discord so <laughs> we want to thank you very much and please tell your friends about the podcast and encourage them to tune in this is one of the favorite songs that we have in the local love uh library i i can't thank uh ftb and drew z enough for all that they are doing for the music in the community this is one of the sexiest songs if you haven't been touching yourself yet please do um i'm still coming <laughs> and remember um go fuck yourself because if you can't go fuck yourself how are you gonna go fuck someone else get a lap dance to this song or get busy this is bender by ftb thank you folks tonight's the night I'm gonna go on a bender 
I'm gonna get so high that I won't remember I had a bottle of gin and a fat bag of weed I'm gonna get my head right I've got everything I need where we'll be drinking we'll be getting Well, the word is she likes it all, and it's party time. Mm. 